Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. Have you heard this one? If I've cut you out of my life, it's probably because you gave me the scissors. But the challenge can come in when we decide to keep people in positions of engagement with us, and it's actually going to be at our detriment. We all have windows of tolerances what we'll put up with. Some people will treat your window like a drive-through where they can put in an order and then pull around and have you give them another chance. Why would we do that? Because we will see people through the eyes of our potential instead of what they're presenting us with. Oh, think about that one for a little bit. Now I'm going to give you an example of this. Just a few weeks ago, I had a breast cancer scare. I had um, some swelling and some pain. Now, I've had that before. I actually had a cyst in my one breast that had to be drained with a needle. No big deal. I thought it had come back. So after a few weeks of it not going away, I called and, you know, it takes a little bit to get into the center for the diagnostic mammogram and ultrasound. And I knew something was up when, whenever they were doing extra takes on what was going on. And then they assigned me a nurse who said, okay, how quick can you come in for a biopsy? And I'm like, this was on a Friday. And I was like, uh, well, I thought it was a cyst and it needed to be drained. And she just looked at me and repeated herself, how quick can you come in for the biopsy? And I said, Monday. And she goes, that's good because we already have you scheduled. And that's when I'm going, uh-oh, things aren't exactly what I thought they were. And after the discussion of what was going on and and looking at my films and seeing that there was a half-inch mass and the shadowing on it, and seeing that there was a 50 to 95% chance that it was cancer because of how the mass was presenting itself. And I was going to have the biopsy on Monday and have the results back in a week. I will tell you right now, praise, thank you, God, it was benign. But I didn't know that for quite a few days. And so I reached out to those that are closest to me. You need right now to be thinking, do not wait till you're in a crisis to have your team put together. I I have been working on establishing deeper relationships as well as relationships going further out. I go by the rule of three and 12. I have three very close to me that are part of 12 that's in my inner circle. And I have been really working on upgrading it. 
even with that, know that not everybody is going to be there for you. So I reached out to the first one, and I was devastated when she came back with a diagnosis of why I'm having these challenges. Her diagnosis was, I think you've been living for other people's values. And if you heard the podcast I did just yesterday, you know that one of my most significant relationships uh, is being terminated because of this other person uh, causing unmitigated pain in my life. And I'm like, I, you know what? We have values that are completely different and we can no longer share this life together. But when I reached out to my friend who has since been deeply remorseful over this, uh, she decided to let me know that she was going to diagnose my problem. And my problem was the fact that I was living for values for other people. And if I would live her values, I'd be okay. The irony did not escape me that it was still living for someone else's values. And I wasn't sure on it. I shared this with my own mentor when it came time to go, take a look at this. And she's going, no, you're seeing it correctly. Because we will see through the eyes of our potential, wanting to give this person another chance. But this person already told me that she had hit her window of tolerance, that the issues that I had been sharing with her were building and she was keeping a tally of what was right and what was wrong. And these people are excellent to have in our life when we need information and guidance on our next step. They are not necessarily who we want to go to for support when we're down on our knees and suffering. So it wasn't anything wrong with her. I'm not judging her. I was able to discern after I had talked to someone else and the crisis had passed, after I was able to go to my own mentor, I was able to discern this is not the person I go to when I am in the fetal position on the floor going, the news I just got is the worst I can get because she's not going to have the capacity to listen and sit with me in it. She is going to be coaching me. Well, this is what you need to do. This is the reason why it's happening. So her response wasn't the one that I needed that was proper for me. Okay, so she informed me. The second person I reached out to and said, oh my gosh, this just happened. I, 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 I'm scared. Can you, can you meet with me this weekend just for a little bit and, and have a cup of coffee and just be present? And her response was, oh, I've got this one thing going on this weekend, so I won't be able to do that. But um, l- let me know how it goes with the biopsy. So she couldn't even be present. Her own fears were triggered that caused her to avoid me and go the other direction. And I was like, freaking what? Hello, 
Again, I'm in the fetal position down on the floor and I got one person standing over me telling me, well, this is the reason why. And the other person going, I I can't even be there for you. This is the reason why you need to have a list of those that can love you. So I reach out to the third person and I'm like, okay, this is what I got going on. And they're going, oh. All right, I can I can hop on a plane. I can be there by tonight. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't need that. I just need your support from where you're at. Now, why I'm conversing with her, she is now reaching out to the other people that she knows is in my inner circle. And she's going, this is going on. So by the time I get done with the conversation with her, the other people on my team are going, what do you need? We're going to be there with you at the biopsy. We're, we're coming to your house. Um, we're, we're making plans. We're going to do whatever you need. So that way you can stay on, in the fetal position. And we're going to continue to pour into you till you are so filled up, you can get back up off the floor. But we're, we're going to sit in this circle around you. Okay. We all have a window of tolerance. I hit mine. I couldn't go any further with what was going on. I needed other people to be present, heart-centered, compassion, accepting, allowing me to reflect in my own way. I didn't need to be judged. I didn't need to be coached. I did need others to be present because when we're vulnerable, we're woundable. You will have people on your team right now that are going to hit their window of tolerance whenever you're in a crisis and they can't go any further with you. That's okay. You need to be building your team Now, who's on your team of 12? You know, that old joke that if you wind up in jail in the middle of the night, you can call and have them bond you out. But if they're a really good friend, they're going to be in jail with you. You need to have those that that are willing to say, we can take on your burden until you can get back up and then we're going to share it with you. So start looking at building that team now. But if you've had to put up walls because you were vulnerable before and somebody wounded you, or if you've been shouldering your burdens all by your own all this time because other people just don't want to be present with you, you're the one that they turn to when there's a problem, but when you need it, they cannot be found. Well, then let's partner together in a way to where we actually bring out your wise woman because what's happening is the wounded younger you keeps getting triggered. Well, what's on the other side of her is your wise woman. But until you create a sanctuary for the younger you to actually live and flourish in security, your wise woman will never be able to step into the place 
where you can reach out for assistance in a way where others can actually hear you and give you that help. So let's talk about how you can begin to create that inner sanctuary because not everybody is going to be able to go with you. You need to start building your team now. one 639 or go to canhypnosishelpyou.com and let's have a conversation where I will guarantee you will receive tips, tools, and techniques, whether you decide to work with me or not, tips, tools, and techniques on how to build the team that's going to value your brilliance and they're going to help you discover even more of your life. Do not wait till you're in a crisis. Not everybody's going to be able to handle that crisis. Start building your inner circle now. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process so that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says Time to Thrive.